You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. So welcome everybody. Good morning for those of you on the West Coast. Good afternoon, whatever time zone we are now in. Uh, welcome to the CCB GTT presentation call. Today is Wednesday, March the 24th. So we're into spring. And so welcome, welcome to Canada. And we're just so happy to have you here. And uh, it's nice to nice to meet you virtually. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's not really nice to meet all of you guys as well. Um, I have a lot of really good friends in Canada. And up until, um, up until the, the COVID pandemic, I was hoping to go and visit. Uh, my, my closest friends are just outside of Vancouver Island and um, off in Saskatchewan in, in Saskatoon. So I really wanted to um, go and, and tour around Canada and, and spend some time in your in your beautiful country so always happy to talk to people from canada and talk about canada so thank you guys for having me um i'm going to spend the next hour talking about canada we're not going to talk about super sense at all um i'm kidding we are actually going to talk about super sense this time um and i really appreciate um you giving me your time i don't want to talk to you about super sense for too long I'm going to tell you about SuperSense and about SuperLiDAR, another app that we just put out not too long ago. Um, but I want to spend most of the time really connecting with you guys and taking questions and talking about what matters to you and what's important to you, what kind of questions and issues you might have so that we can answer them, resolve them, and also improve SuperSense for the future. Um, because we base our roadmap, we base what we do, what we develop off of requests that we get from people in technical support, presentations, what have you. So we started um, SuperSense about four years ago now, um, and it started with just two features. It had the Explore feature and the Find feature. Um, and what they do, the Explore feature lets you pan around uh, with your camera, explore your environment, and it will tell you every object that it recognizes. It recognizes about 600 objects uh, currently. And the object finder does the same thing, except you get to pick the category. So it will only tell you about people, for example, or trash cans or doorways. And we kind of started with this navigation aim in mind. We wanted to focus on navigation. And people were using that app. Uh, it's, it came out on Android at the beginning of 2019. Um, and it was going well, and, but people were asking us like, hey, can we scan documents or can we scan barcodes or could we scan banknotes? Um, and people didn't feel like they had a very reliable way to do that. And so we started when we started developing SuperSense for iOS, which came out uh, at the beginning of 2020, we focused on scanning and reading so we had we, we, we now have um, you know in SuperSense for iOS, which is almost um, almost 13 months old now. It it um, turned it turned one on March 5th, I believe. Um, we we now have those object explore and find features, but we also have a bunch of scanning stuff. So we have the smart scanner, which automatically tries to figure out what you're trying to read um, and scans it because we want it to be as simple as it can be. You know, we don't want to give users a lot of steps to be able to scan what you want to scan. 
we want everything to be very efficient um, and easy to use. So the goal with the smart scanner there is to be able to point your phone camera at a barcode or a banknote or a document or you know a sign that you're walking down the street past and um, it will read it to you automatically. It'll figure out what it is so that you don't have to select anything. Um, you can select the features individually if you want. I do this sometimes um, if I'm specifically scanning a barcode or some kind of you know banknote specifically. Um, and in that menu, that feature selection menu, there's some other really useful stuff. For example, you can import photos or PDF documents. So you can import photos, read the text on them. You can import PDF documents, read the text on those um, accessibly. And that can take up to 400 page PDFs now. Uh, which is really nice. I'm blind as well. I didn't say that at, at the beginning, but I use this app pretty much regularly when I need to scan something like this because it, it really works very well. Um, the, we, we worked with MIT to develop the AI technology that we're using, so it's super accurate, um, which I'm really grateful for as a user. I usually get about a maximum of one to two errors per page um, when I'm scanning, when I'm scanning um, a document. Or, and usually less even with a photo. Um, what's really nice about our document reader actually is a couple of things. One, SuperSense handles all of the lighting for you, so you don't have to worry about any kind of lighting issues or you know, turning your light on, turning your light off. SuperSense will handle the lighting and adjust for you. It's super helpful. Also, it gives really easy to follow guidance directions. So it's gonna tell you in plain English, if you're trying to scan a document, it will tell you, move your phone a little bit closer to the document, or move your phone a little bit, like one inch to the left. Um, things like this to kind of simplify it. And because it's more simple, you know, you take a better image of the document, and as a result, the quality of the scan is much better. Um, and you can interact with that scan in a lot of different ways. You can text it to people, you can email it, you can save it as a PDF, you can save it to the cloud, um, you can click on contact information right within SuperSense, so if you wanna click on an email address or a phone number from a business card, um, you can copy specific paragraphs if you want. The goal is we really wanna make this the most intuitive thing for the users, so whatever you need to do with SuperSense, we want it to work efficiently, we want it to work well. Um, we also have a read history feature and what's really nice about read history is all of those sharing options I just told you about apply to everything so if you scan something in quick read and you want to save it you can do that all of that stuff I just mentioned from within read history same thing with the barcode you can scan the barcode and get information like product name nutrition facts ingredients all this stuff and then you can save it as well if you want to send it to someone or if you want to store it in your notes so that you don't have to scan the barcode again to learn about a product that you have in your pantry or in your house. And um, we just recently added a new feature to SuperSense where you can label any barcodes that you've scanned. Um, we had <clears throat> a lot of customers who were worried when a, a lot of the products similar to, I believe the most recent one was the ID Mate that was discontinued. Um, we had a lot of people come to us that were worried about those barcodes that they had purchased and put on stuff that they wouldn't be able to read anymore. And so now we have um, 
made it so that you can label any barcodes that are not labeled or that SuperSense doesn't recognize so that you can put those in the SuperSense database um, for you. And we're working on ways to be, be able to share those too. Um, and I will tell you actually um, about a new feature. We're working on, I'll tell you about two new things we're working on actually. This, this is not planned, but just, just for fun, just because I love Canada. Um, we have two new features that are coming very, very soon one of them I've been talking about. Um, you may have heard it on some other, on some other podcasts. This is the one that I, that I always tell people. Um, the column reader is going very, very well. We're we're getting really close to having it finished. Um, for anyone who may not know, this is for scanning things like newspapers, magazines, uh, restaurant menus, bank statements, or um, even books. Actually, with with the facing pages using our document reader. Um, and, and this will automatically figure out if there are columns and immediately process them how they need to be processed. So you won't have any more gibberish when you're reading text that's organized into columns. Um, so we're really excited about that. We're hoping that will be coming out in the near future. Um, the other one though, and this, this, one's, this one's pretty new. I don't think I've, I don't think I've gotten to, um, to, to talk about this one yet to anyone. So you're, I, I'm thinking you're the first people to hear about this, um, is what's called our scene description feature. This is going on the Explore screen. So we have two screens for SuperSense, the, the scan screen and the Explore screen. The scanning screen is what has the smart scanner, the document reader, barcodes, currency, import, read history, all that stuff. And the Explore screen is what has our navigation-esque stuff. So the Object Explorer, Object Finder. Um, and it will also have coming very soon, the scene description feature. And what it does, it allows you to do two things. One, it lets you take a picture of where you are and it will describe it to you. Um, so if you take, you know, if you're holding your camera and pointing it into a room and take a picture, it will tell you what the camera sees. So it can tell you um, small room with several chairs and a table or large room with a bed. Um, it can pick up all the stuff that Object Explorer picks up, but it just kind of puts it in context for you um, and gives you a little bit more information about the room. Um, the other thing that you can do with it is you can use it to take pictures. So you can save the picture that you took with SuperSense and it will tell you what's in that picture so that you can kind of take pictures, send them to friends, put them on social media, you know, however you want to do um, with those pictures. And it's really cool to be able to um, to have that ability as blind people and be able to do that pretty efficiently. So I'm really excited about that, being able to take and post pictures or, or do whatever you like. Um, hopefully, other people will enjoy that as well. And we're working on several other things, but I don't want to I don't want to overwhelm you with the new stuff yet. And it's a little bit farther down the pipeline, so you'll hear about that soon. Um, I, the last thing I'll say about SuperSense is that um, unfortunately, it is a paid app. Um, you do have to subscribe. Um, you can subscribe for $5 monthly or $50 annually, or you can pay $100 for lifetime access. And the reason that is, is because we, um, we, we have to fund our research. We do a lot of research um, in our company to try to solve problems that are difficult to solve. We try to make solutions to problems that are not, you know, they're, they're not quick. Or easy and sometimes that research gets expensive unfortunately and so we, we charge for SuperSense to help 
you know, pay our developers and pay for the research and development. A product of that is Super LiDAR, our new app that we put out about six weeks ago, I would say. Two months, actually. It's two months now. Two months old, Super LiDAR. Um, and it completely relies on LiDAR technology. So this is a completely different app from SuperSense. Um, and it and it's only works with LiDAR technology. So it only works right now on phones like the iPhone 12 Pro, the 12 Pro Max, or the iPad Pro. Um, and what's really nice about Super LiDAR is this is where we've kind of gone back to our navigation passion. So it focuses on using LiDAR to determine obstacles, to locate things that might be in your way or locate things that it sees. So it's not like SuperSense. It's not going to tell you every object that it sees. We're, we're working on adding more objects to it, but it's not going to tell you everything that it sees like the Object Explorer would. This is a, is a different app. So it gives you different kinds of feedback um, designed for active navigation. So if you're walking down, you know, a sidewalk, for example, and the the way ahead of you is completely clear, um, and you're using the LiDAR sensor to scan ahead of you with Super LiDAR, it's going to kind of give you some soft beeps just to kind of let you know the way is open. And then when it sees an obstacle, the it's going to play a tone. So it's going to play like kind of a high-pitched tone to let you know that something's coming up. And it can see about 15 feet away, so you have lots of warning. Um, and as you get closer, that pitch descends, um, and the phone will also start kind of vibrating in your hand to um, let you know that you're, you're really getting closer to something. And if it recognizes it, it'll tell you what it is. Um, you know, it, right now it recognizes things like people, doorways, seats, um, but we're working on adding some things to that. I believe it picks up cars too. Uh, what's amazing though, is anything at all, even if it doesn't recognize it, it will report the pitch to you. So even if it doesn't know what the object, <coughs> excuse me, even if it doesn't know what the object is, it will still report it um, with the pitch and the haptic feedback. Um, and you're able to, to use that to navigate. This thing has an amazing field of view. So it can see off to your sides. It can see above your head if you're holding it at about chest level. And it can see down about where the cane or your guide dog would be. So it's able to pick up obstacles that, you know, the cane wouldn't necessarily be able to find all the time. The cane or, and your own senses or the guide dog, you know, all of that's the first line of defense. But this really opens up a way for us to learn more about our environment, get more information about a space that we're in that we maybe weren't able to get before um, with anything else. And we're working on lots of expansions for that as well. And they're a little bit far out, so I can't tell you too much about what we're working on for there. Uh, but we did just finish our development roadmap for Super LiDAR based on what users were asking for. And I'm really excited about the direction Super LiDAR is moving. We're really focusing on a universal navigation solution. We're really focusing on something that you can use anywhere, inside or outside any country, the United States or, you know, the jungle, and it will still give you information instantly that's reliable. So I'm thinking this app is really going to change the way that we navigate uh, as blind people. And also, Super LiDAR is completely free currently. We, we may have to add some paid features 
in the in the in the distant future depending on how much goes into the new features that we're developing but right now super lidar is completely free so now would be a really good time um, if you have a, a lidar equipped device to check it out because you won't be able to or you won't have to pay for super lidar at all and this is because people were kind enough to buy SuperSense. we have a lot of people a lot of really generous people who have supported SuperSense, and um really we're really thankful for that there are a lot of great users that we have for SuperSense and super lidar um so i want to talk to you guys now i've been rambling at you for just about 15 minutes um so i'd really like to hear your ideas and your questions and, and what do you have to say Thank you. Thank you, Shane. Um, it's exciting. And it's exciting that you're blind and, and work for them because a lot of these companies, that we don't always know that people are blind yeah, there. You know, that, that it's great of to course. have you. Two things. Um, what phone do you have to have? Like, do you have to have, uh, like, okay, I have the iPhone 8 Plus. Um, the uh, Super SuperSense will work on the 6S or up. And the Super LiDAR will only work on the 12 Pro, 12 Pro Max, and the iPad Pro. But we think that uh, Apple is going to add LiDAR to their next line of phones, so it'll be a lot more expensive. Okay, course, I don't think you mentioned about it uh, reading um, banknotes. Is that just the U.S. notes, or will it also read the Canadian banknotes? Oh, yeah, it'll read the Canadian dollars as well, of course. Okay. How many currencies do you have, Shane, in your... Um, right now, I think we recognize about eight currencies. Um, so we've got the... I know we've got the U.S. and Canadian dollar. We've got the pound, the euro, the Australian dollar. And I believe we have several others. Thanks for your presentation, Shane. I Thank wonder you for coming. On the, on the column override, on the column reading, do we have an override? Like if it decides my bank statement is columns, but that's not a very good way to read it. Can I override that? Um, absolutely. I don't, I don't know if, um, we haven't, we haven't even put it in the testing phase yet. We're still under development. So, Oh, even better. So, is, so you can exactly. make sure <laughs> I'm going to make sure for you that that is a thing. And then um, the other, the other thing that is a thing for me is when we're scanning documents, does it tell us if the document is upside down? Um, it doesn't, it doesn't need to actually. I, it can yeah, yeah, it, it does. Down. Yeah, it does. Because if, if, um, if that's a document that we want to file somewhere by stapling the pages in the top left or, you know, three hole punching the left margin to put in a binder, it's very, uh, frustrating if you've got to play games, like block out the bottom half of the page to figure out whether you're looking at the top or the bottom. So it, it would oh, be nice. I understand. It would be nice. You want to use it to organize. Well, not 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 every document, but there are some documents you want to put in files or in binders, and so it's nice to know if you've got it oriented the right way around before you punch holes in it or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. I'm sorry. I thought you were asking about for the scanning process. So one thing that we can do, I'll make a note there to, I'll make a note there to see if we can add some information like that. Um, maybe even for the scene describer to tell you whether the document is upside down or not. Um, because when you're scanning it, um, it doesn't currently tell you if it's oriented the wrong way because it can reorient the document um, in post-processing. So it, so it doesn't 
have to ask you to turn it around um, in scanning. Yeah, but that's so some we, really uh, useful information if you e want to, exactly. to file some things away. So I will, you know, I will make a note for that as well. That's a great idea. Hey, man. Nice to meet you. Great presentation. I was playing around Thank with you. it earlier today, and uh, it's amazingly fast when it's scanning stuff. Like, it's very, very quick. I know. Thank you. So, good on that. I, I guess my question was, for the navigation part, the, your new app, and um, if you're walking down the street, are you ever thinking about going to go to a pair of glasses or something so you can have hands free? Or is that yeah. too much to we're looking at good hands-free options. Right now, we're thinking about ways of having the phone um, be the source for the camera hands-free. Um, because the problem is that we don't want to manufacture our own glasses because they would be really expensive. Um, because we have to we have to balance, you know, the a good camera plus a lidar sensor. Um, plus comfortability, plus battery life, you know, and, and all these different things. Um, and, and, and that gets really expensive for the user. And so we want things to be, you know, as affordable as possible for everyone. Um, yeah, so we haven't really found a good way to balance all of those features in a, you know, in a compact pair of glasses um, just yet. If we find one, you know, it would, it would really be great and it would be very convenient to be able to do that. Um, we're just worried about balancing all those ah. different things. And, and there's yeah. no other pair of glasses. There are no other smart glasses with LiDAR sensors either. So this would really be kind of us on our own. And we, we, we don't really manufacture yet. So something we're something we're looking into, uh, but we just haven't found a good way to do it yet. That's a great product. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you, man. Uh, I've heard of a number of different types of smart glasses that are out there. Uh, that seem to be uh, available for not just, uh, I, I know there are some apps that make their own glasses, and as you say, they can be expensive, but there are others that are less expensive that can be used for uh, several different apps and are often applied that way. Have you explored any of the ones that uh, uh, Vuzix comes to mind, for instance? Just yeah, to give you actually, an example. that's the best that's the best option I've seen is the, the, the Vuzax glasses. Um, the others, we've looked at some different Bose models. We've looked at the Google Glass. Um, the, the, whole, the main holdup there is that there's no LiDAR sensor. Um, right. And that's extra technology, I understand. Right. So, yeah, it would, be, it would be kind of useless with Super LiDAR because what makes Super LiDAR as effective um, and as fast as it is, is the, the LiDAR sensor. Shane, I heard you on um, oh, tech, uh, tech talk and stuff. So anyway, nice. Thank you. two things. Um, number one is, is it ready? Is it, is it, can it scan a book? So currently with the, the you can definitely scan a 400-page a book with the, with the multi-page document scanner. Um, you will have to scan each facing page. So you wouldn't be able to scan them both in one go currently um, until the, the column reader is designed to kind of fix that problem. So that's what we're working on with column reader is being able to scan both facing pages simultaneously. 
Um, I had a question, Shane, about we don't see any hands. So if people do have questions, yeah, you feel free to put your hand up. Um, I had a question about barcode scanning. So I've always had troubles uh, finding barcodes with various apps that I've tried. I haven't tried SuperSense in a while, so I'll have to go and I'll have to go and do that. Um, but it's gotten a lot better. Yeah, I I I really struggle, and I know a lot of blind people do with finding the barcode. So, how easy is it with SuperSense to find the barcodes? Um, it it works really well for me. Um, the way that it the way that it works is um, it's kind of similar to the beeps that you see with seeing AI, where it beeps faster as you get closer to the barcode. So it'll give you a couple of beeps when it sees the edge of a barcode. And if you keep moving in the same direction, you kind of lock onto the barcode and it'll beep faster as you get closer. Um, what I really like about SuperSense though, is it, it has a wider, it seems to have a wider angle. So you're able to catch barcodes faster. Um, and so what I do is when I hear it beep a little bit, I move the phone a little bit in the same direction and then move it a bit closer. So I start a foot away I start with the phone a foot away from the product. It beeps at me. I move it a little bit farther in that same direction so it beeps a little bit faster. And then I move the phone slightly closer to the package to kind of zoom in a little bit. And it widens that camera angle and usually that will catch the barcode really quickly. Lately, I mean, seeing AI has not recognized as many or something, or maybe it's because we're in Canada and we have different pro. I don't know, but I just, I found it's not as good recently, so it'll be good to try. Glad to be here. There's so many comments I could make. Um, number one, I certainly think the app is, is especially the smart scanning feature, is a great way. Um, you know, if you're, if you're, for example, and I can give you several scenarios, but let's go with this. If you're scanning mail that's come in that day, uh, you can certainly use that smart scan feature to really get a sense of what's going on. Now, one of the things, that, and Shane, you and I have talked about this, Raising a phone above a document is not always easy. And what I found effective in combination with this SuperSense app is a scan stand. I use one that came from England called the Giraffe Scan Stand. It's a fabulous little stand. You put the iPhone in the top of it. It looks down at the document and in that smart scan mode, wow, does it ever do a lot of things. And uh, it's very responsive. So that's, that's a start point. And, you know, full disclosure, I have uh, subscribed to the lifetime plan of the app and think it's fabulous. And I see so much potential. And I think just today alone today, Shane, the two things you've talked about further underline just what you're trying to do. So the so smart much, scan, I really appreciate it. what do you call, what would you describe that as the smart scan mode? It is really taking, and Shane can pick up on it, taking advantage of AI. So the, the, in effect, the system is is analyzing, okay, what kind of item is in front of this camera and going from there. So you might have a business card. You might have something else in that mail. It's going to adjust to that. Other apps, and, I, and I, I, again, in full disclosure, I've got you know the old toolbox of a couple of them. You would have to say with seeing AI, AI have to switch channels. Right, And as Shane says, you can choose your, the channels from within SuperSense, but in the, in the smart scan mode, it's helping you determine what kind of document you've got. So in terms of efficiency to get you started, 
uh, you've got a real good way to get at, you know, what could be in a pile of mail. But as I say, there's so many scenarios, but it's just a well done app. And I think what you have is a team of developers really trying to take it further. Thank you so much, yeah. man. Really appreciate yeah. the kind words. That That's absolutely what our goal is. I always tell people um, that we are really community driven. So, you know, the users determine what we make next. And also our research and our products are, are made for the community. You know, our goal isn't to compete necessarily. Um, we don't really view seeing AI or Envision or any of these guys as our competitors. We're trying to make the best product that we possibly can for the community. And that's why we're so transparent and open with our the, the research that we do, uh, because we're all we're all working for the same goal here. And further, Shane, I and emphasize the fact that you said you can actually through the app make a contact and a call. And let me tell you, the follow through has always been there. Yeah, that's Absolutely. great Thank to you know. So much. Yeah, I could go on and on, so I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is great. It's I'm great enjoying to hear this. User cases, you know, like it's great to hear how people are using it. And, and the uh, barcode would be another example, Kim. Uh, to go to your point, uh, I have found that to be fairly effective and, and efficient. And again, the currency. I well, in my case, I've used it with three currencies: uh, U.S., Canadian, and British uh, pound, and so forth. And it's done well with those. Price for. I guess unlimited is one thirty nine. I'm okay. just looking at okay. it right here. Thank you. And, okay, uh, and what is it? That. What is it per month? And uh, per month, Nolan? it's uh, six forty nine. Okay. Yeah, six forty nine. Put out a newsletter every every month, um, and we also have a blog on our website, and that's a lot of fun to work on because yeah. the the yeah. newsletter and the blog we don't just. I mean, we talk about SuperSense updates and, and the company a little bit, but we also try to highlight other blind people. Um, we try to highlight a lot of artists, a lot of activists. Um, we have a, a an interview coming out with a, a blind psychologist soon. Um, a lot of fun stuff on the blog and the newsletter. We talk about travel tips. We talk about um, books. We've got some music reviews. Um, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, feel free to check out our website and sign up to the newsletter as well, because that's where you can hear about, you know, some sales that will make SuperSense cheaper um, and promotional ideas and things like that as well. So you can go to our website, supersense.app, uh, if you want to see those things. Yeah. Also, our social media, SuperSense AI on Twitter and Facebook. It's very important. Follow us there to get those kinds of updates too. A lot of times, like, I have to, I have to kind of train myself that I can use AI to learn a little bit more in certain cases. You know, most of the time, um, you know, I also just travel with my, you know, just with my cane because I don't have a, an iPhone 12 Pro, so I can't really use Super LiDAR. But I have to remember sometimes that I can use SuperSense with, with the Object Explorer, you know, if I'm in a bathroom, for example, you know, just to find the sink or to find the stall, you know, um, without having to do any extra searching. I can do all that with, with the SuperSense camera. Um, or I can find the reception desk in a hotel, or I can find a person in an airport oh. um, to ask you know, assistance for something. And that, that it really took me a while to realize that I could use it for those things as well. So I'm, I'm completely with you there. Have you trained it to find a hand sanitizer? You know how they're on the um, walls these days, like oh, all yeah. over the place? Yeah, absolutely. 
Oh, it does? It tells you it where does, your yeah. hand sanitizers are? Oh, that could be yeah. good. It but that's great about dispenser. the bathroom. That's mm -hmm. great about the bathroom, though, because especially now, you don't want to be touching all kinds of stuff. And Yeah, of course. Know. Yeah. I was just going to make a quick comment on the medicine because I actually used it just before the meeting to read my eyedrop bottle. And it was fast and very good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's cool. great. Thank you. So... I guess it just depends That's on the bottle. Wonderful. Yeah, maybe on the print too on it and Yeah. How did you how did you do it, Scott? How did you do it? I, it, did, I, just, had a, it? I just had the it, phone on my left hand and I had the bottle on my right and I just put it in front of it. It just picked it up right right away. Oh, and started reading great. it to me. And it's, it's, I had a little tube of um oral gel too. It read it to me just like that. <laughs> wow. That's what I mean. It's really fast. I am quite amazed how quickly that that thing comes back. So, thank you. Was so that much. the That's first wonderful. time you tried it, Scott, or had you tried it before? No, like, I had downloaded had you... it before, but I I, <laughs> I had a seven day trial and then I ran out, and I hadn't. Oh, okay. Back, I just hadn't used it again until this morning. But I picked it up because I knew we were having this meeting, and uh, I also used it for my computer this morning when it was updating because I couldn't see what was going on. So yeah. I think it's and it was my go -to. it was good. It was yeah. good, Dad. Yeah. 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 And you don't awesome. have to, you said you, you don't have to go like CNIA where you'd have to change channels. You don't have to do that, right? You just basically yeah. have to point the phone, right? Right. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll free at one eight seven seven three zero four zero nine six eight. You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to GTT support plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.com. Dot net.